What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Frantic Thoughts, a video game and entertainment podcast told from a personal perspective. Each week, we sit down and talk about video games, movies, and other things that are just fun to talk about. And oftentimes, I will relate some personal anecdotes and chit-chat about some things that are just going on in my life, you know? It's a show that I kind of just enjoy sitting down, venting, having a good conversation about things that I love, things that are going on, and it's just a good show, and I enjoy doing it every single time I sit down at this chair. This week, we're going to kind of just chit-chat about the week, because last week, if you didn't listen to the show, I related my story of getting canned getting fired from my old job and uh, i want to give you guys a little bit of update on how that situation's going how the job hunt is going i should say so let's just say the last two weeks have kind of flown by and i kind of been in not the best headspace so i kind of missed an episode of this show mostly because i tried to record an episode and i couldn't sound positive and i didn't want to put out a sad sack episode talking about how i'm just feeling kind of stressed or hopeless but there have been some good things that have happened so we're going to go ahead and just talk about that um so i got fired and I was kind of at a loss, so I just started applying every single place I possibly could apply, and I got two callbacks. So the first one was Fry's Electronics, so I went there, and this was probably the worst experience I've ever had at an interview I've ever had, period. I mean, I haven't done a ton of them, but this one was just a bad experience all around. So he calls me, and he's like, okay, come to the interview the next day. So I went. And I don't really have a lot of nice clothes. I'm not going to lie. I don't really dress up too much. So I just kind of had some decently looking, decent looking button up shirt that I had. And I gel- I had my hair still poofy and long because if you don't know what I look like, I have like crazy curly hair for most of the part. And I couldn't afford to get a haircut. So I was like, hopefully this is okay. So I didn't look 100% perfect i wanted to look a little more clean cut a little more you know nice but we we still made it work i I went to the interview and sat down there were at least 15 people there they made me refill out the application again in person with a pen and paper just off the top of my head and i actually have a decent work history i have more than four or five jobs that i actually have to list out and then they had you know all your references and everything they want you to fill it all out when i sent them a resume that I actually had to make to do all these applications. I, I filled out over 20 applications in three days, four days, something like that. And so I'm sitting there redoing this. The guy brings me in, a couple of people before me in to interview. And then I get in there and of course I got fired. So that's the first thing he brings up. He's like, so I see on here, you worked at HEB six and a half years and you got terminated. And I was like, yes. And then I explained the story, what happened not 100% in detail like I did on the episode last week, but I was just like, yes, it was just a bad situation, but I'm very good. I'm diligent. I'm a good worker. And then he went completely blank. His eyes went completely blank. His expression went blank. And he pretty much had made his mind up, at least according to how I felt that he wasn't going to, you know, call me back or do a second interview or anything. Cause he started asking me questions about computers. And cause I told him, that I built computers and I, I built my own computer and I know a lot about it. And then he started getting like on his high horse, like, yeah, well, that's not really that big of a deal anymore. A lot of people do it. And then blah, blah, blah. And then he told me about their crazy commission cap and it's not very good. So basically how it works 
and since I'm not getting hired there, it doesn't matter if I talk about this, they start minimum wage, which here is $7.25 an hour. That's nothing. That's like not a living wage whatsoever. So if you don't get commissions that surpass that minimum wage, then you just get minimum wage and you don't get any of the commissions that you earned. So say minimum wage for that week is $250 or something. Your check would come out to $250 or dollars. Yeah. Say it comes out to that much and you don't make commissions that are over $250. You do not get that commission and you just get minimum wage. So if you surpass 250, say you get $300 in commission, your check's going to be $300. I was just like, okay <laughs> that's a, the stupidest thing like that's that's so horrible to that i don't really feel like that's very fair honestly so i'm really glad i didn't get that job i was desperate but i'm just glad it didn't really work out in the end of things he kind of made his mind up within five minutes after telling me uh asking me about my termination and what happened that he didn't want me anyway and then he's like, yes, we'll call you back in about an hour if you got the job. And I never got a call. And I just kind of put it on my brain. I'm like, you know what? Whatever. Like, this is stupid. So it is what it is. I was like, whatever. And then right before that call, I got and actually got a text message from a company that does beer distributing, which would be merchandising beer at different stores, which is stuff that I would know how to do from some of my background on other jobs I've had. So I called her and she said, we basically had a phone interview. It was like 40 minutes on the phone and it was very positive. I'm like, yes, yes, yes. And she's like, come back for an interview next week. <laughs> so that entire week I had this interview lined up for that job and I felt like very positive about it. But that entire week, the stress and the nerves were getting to me so bad. <laughs> like I, I didn't really do anything constructive at home like I was like oh I'm gonna do this and that and this and then most of the time I kind of just sat there and just tried not to be nervous and then I watched a bunch of the office and this is actually the thing I've done before whenever I was not having a great time like I was in college and I was not having the best of times and I just sat down and watched all of the office I don't know why that show calms me down but for some reason it's funny and it's entertaining in its own unique way and it actually makes me feel a lot better about stuff so pretty much a lot of the time I was just watching the office and playing a video game here and there but didn't really do much on the video game playing front besides play some kingdom hearts which this i'm sorry I'm, 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 I'm this is a little apology this might be a little all over the place this episode but it is what it is <laughs> but yeah i was i played some kingdom hearts and i'm on this game it's called birth by sleep and it's a psb game and i'm stuck on this boss and i actually played it for a while and i was getting somewhere and every time i hit a boss in that game it just destroys me and then i'm sitting there playing it for forever on that one boss so I think I'm probably going to stop playing that game and just look up a storyline or something for that because I, I want to catch up on the story of Kingdom Hearts it's just so much. And people, I asked somebody that is familiar with the story how much more I had left and he's just like, dude, you haven't even got to the crazy parts yet. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> and uh, so uh, to get caught up with Kingdom Hearts 3, which actually comes out the end of next month, I want to just maybe I'll just kind of play a couple of them or a few hours of each kind of get a feel for the gameplay and then just go into Kingdom Hearts 3 with a fresh story 
and watch some recap videos and stuff because, dude, it's just too much. It's a lot. And I guess playing those games over the course of the 12 years would have been better, but I didn't do that, obviously, because I'm trying to catch up now. And, yeah, it's just... They added so much story. And the Disney stuff kind of almost takes a backseat. And definitely the Final Fantasy stuff takes even more of a backseat. They have their own lore, and it goes places. (laughs) It goes way, way, way deep. And I'm just like... Okay, I know I can wrap my mind around it and think about it and get it all, you know, absorb it all, I should say. Uh, and I know I can do that. It's just I got to take the time and do it. But I, it's not fun to want to know more of the story and be stuck on a boss for like two to three hours trying to figure it out. Like, let's just keep going, you know. <sighs> but yeah, that's my Kingdom Hearts ramble, I guess. Uh, let's see. Besides that, waiting for this interview coming up, we went and saw... Into the Spider-Verse, which I will talk about in a minute. We'll, I want to do a review of that to close out the show today. But let's go ahead and continue the conversation and talk about what happened with that job interview, which went really, really well. I'll just say that out the gate before I get into it. So I drove over there. It's not too far from the house. Sat down. The lady that had texted on the phone and called me. She called me, and we had that phone interview. I went in there. She was sit. She sat down with one of my, I guess will be my supervisor if I get the job, and we had an hour and ish conversation, and it was talking about my work history, and it was more of a conversation than an interview. By the time I was getting to the end of it, it felt more like we're just chit chatting about my job, my work history and stuff. And um, the guy that was there knew my old boss who hired me and who gave me a raise to be lead at my old job and I said yeah definitely he thought I could do it and gave me a raise and he's like oh yeah I know him he was really good da, 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 da. and then blah 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 and we were like going back and forth and it was a super positive experience and conversation and when I left that interview I thought to myself I'm getting this job and I don't know yet so that's the the little bit of annoyance to it but I don't know yet but Later on in the evening, we were grocery shopping, and she texted me and said, Hey, you have another interview on Friday, which is going to be tomorrow. So in the morning after uh, tomorrow morning, my time currently, I will be doing a second interview. And she said it's an informal interview with who would be my boss and that other guy that was in the first interview with us. So it's like, I'm I'm getting this job. So, And I learned that my job will be going through three different stores, doing merchandising for beer, which would be fill the shelves, and then I have to build displays, and then I will have to hit each store a couple times every day to make sure it stays full and maintained, and that's pretty much my job. And it's low supervision, and I'm not 100% sure on this, but I think I'll be able to listen to podcasts, at least in my car during the drives and stuff, so that'll help. And the days will be long. I'll be having probably anywhere from 8 to 10 hour shifts. but And sometimes even more, depending on holidays and stuff. But they pay overtime. So it's like longer shifts, but overtime, whatever. So it'll work out. <laughs> but yeah, I'm super excited to see how that interview tomorrow goes. But it's it should be good. So I wanted to come and do a podcast where I was in a more personal, uh, personally... Uh, happy state of mind. I don't want to be in here being Mr. Bummer 
because that's not fun. <laughs> who, who wants to listen to Mr. Bummer all day, right? So, yeah, that's my job interview story. And uh, wish me luck on that. I think it's going to go good. And uh, this podcast has just become me rambling about my life. So let's go ahead and jump into some actual entertainment stuff here with a Spider-Verse Into the Spider... What did, what did I just say? Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse review. Growing up, I didn't read a lot of comic books, but I knew who Spider-Man was, and he was my favorite superhero, and he has always been my favorite superhero, next to Batman, but they are both my favorite superhero for different reasons. Batman is strong, independent, and got shit done without having superpowers, and he did really cool things, had really cool villains, and he had the animated series that was amazing, and Spider-Man was just a normal dude with these crazy cool powers that wanted to help whoever he could help. And my first really huge exposure, or the first time I really, really fell in love with Spider-Man, was the Tobey Maguire movies in the early 2000s. And going back and re-watching them, they're really cheesy, corny, and they're not as good. And they really don't hold up as well. I do have my nostalgic moments for them, and I think they're pretty good. Especially Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 2 with Alfred Molina as a... Doc Ock, and there were actually some really nice uh, heartwarming moments in that storyline, and I do enjoy that movie a lot, but the other two are just kind of like, eh, they're okay. And as I grew up, I didn't really read a lot of comics, and I still don't read a ton of them, but I have a lot of information in my brain about them, and I do, I when I was in college and late high school, I read a ton of comics, so I just devoured comics, and yeah, so I know a ton about Spider-Man, and... I did not really care for the Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2 movies. They were fine. They were entertaining for like one viewing. But if you try to deep, deep dive into them and analyze anything, you're just gonna, it's just going to break apart. And I do think Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man is cool. He's a really good Spider-Man, but a really, really bad Peter Parker. He couldn't really, uh, yeah, he's, he's just too, eh. Too much of a cocky guy for Peter Parker. And then we go to Tom Holland, which is the Avengers Infinity War Spider-Man and Spider-Man Homecoming. Both of them, both of those movies, he's done awesome. He did a really good job. And then, of course, we had the Spider-Man PS4 game that came out this year, which is one of my favorite Spider-Man stories ever now. And I love that game to death. It might be my game of the year. Not 100% sure. I don't, don't count, uh, don't quote me on that, but it's up there. And yeah, we have this new movie that came out kind of out of nowhere. There's a trailer that released last year, late in the year, for this animated Spider-Man movie, and I kind of shrugged it off. I liked the style of the trailer. I was like, you know, I'll watch this. I'm not sure about it because it's Sony kind of cashing in on Spider-Man. We've seen them do that a lot, especially rebooting it with Amazing Spider-Man. And then, of course, the Venom movie that came out this year, which didn't even have Spider-Man in it at all and it was kind of terrible <laughs> it, it, it wasn't very good and so my th- hype level was kind of low until i saw a trailer that came out about three or four months ago that showed a little bit more of the storyline and it showed more of the animation it showed miles morales is going to be the main character we're going to have 
Peter Parker from a different timeline and older, a little more grizzled, a little more kind of fed up with everything. Peter Parker, come over, help him out. And then we're going to have Spider-Gwen, which is Ghost Spider, either one. She's the same character. And then we have Penny Parker from the future, and then Spider-Noir, and then Spider-Ham. And then they revealed all these things in different trailers. And I was just, like, super hyped for this movie because, like, it's animated and it has the tone that I love from movies that are animated, you know, especially comic book movies. It's fun. and There's that fun energy to it. So I'm going into this movie with the highest expectations possible, and I'm looking to get disappointed with it. I'm, I'm hoping I don't. I really hope I don't, you know. So I sit down. We go to the Dolby Vision Theater, which... I'm kind of addicted to the Dolby Vision. If we go to Dolby Vision, we go. It's just amazing. It's always a good time. Go down. Sit down. I'm so glad we went to this theater specifically. The theater is just nice. The seats are great. The sound system's great. The screen is amazing. So from the first frame of this movie, my eyes were just wide, and I could not stop looking at how much awesomeness there was on the screen sounds a little cheesy to say it that way but every single thing of this movie i love it's it's now i'm I'm gonna say this is a bold statement this is my favorite comic book movie ever now this is higher than infinity war this is higher than spider-man homecoming this is higher than dark knight it's higher than any other superhero movie for me personally And the reason that is, is because I love animation, I love Spider-Man, and I love humor. You know, I love funny stuff, I guess I should say. (laughs) But I love the humor specifically in this, and I love the story in this. They cared about Spider-Man a lot. You can tell the people that wrote the storyline really do care about the character. They care about his mythos, they care about... his mild, how he's mild-mannered and he's trying to do the best he can in real world, and then... The super world, he is this super crazy awesome guy kicking ass and saving people, you know. And that's always been an interesting aspect to Spider-Man anyway, is his dual personality pretty much, right? So we find out, uh, <clears throat> I'm not going to spoil any of the main plot points. I'm just telling stuff from that's kind of already been known and stuff from the trailers. So we have Miles Morales and he's just kind of a normal kid. And basically, it shows his origin story through the lens of all of these Spider-Verses colliding because Kingpin wants to do something to... Yeah, I I don't want to spoil that part either. Kingpin has a super collider and he makes all the universes collide. And insanity ensues, I guess. (laughs) Pretty much what ends up happening is all the Spider-Men collide and Miles learns a lot about himself. They learn a lot about themselves through the process and it's heartfelt. And the animation style is something I, I have never seen. Nobody's ever seen this before. It's stunning. It's kind of a comic booky style, but it really does look like a comic book come to life. And every single frame of this movie, you can tell somebody sat there and looked at and just very very carefully animated and made it just right the colors pop in every single times a lot of times when you watch animated movies or even movies that are you know superheroes or whatever you see a dark scene it's just dark and gray and brown and 
blah in a dark scene with really dark things happening. Here, it could be nighttime, the darkest thing possible. There'll be color everywhere. Beautiful purples, blues, reds, you know, it's just everything pops. It looks stunning. No matter what part of this movie you watch, you're going to be just taken aback by the way it looks. And then the soundtrack has this really cool... There's two soundtracks for this. There's a score and then a music soundtrack. And the music soundtrack's kind of like this hip-hop, lo-fi, nice feel to it. And then the actual score has come some of that Spider-Man swelling and some more of that little bit of that hip-hop kind of just kind of influences it too. And it's hard to explain. It's just really good. And then we have all of the different Spider-Man and Spider-Women have their own different styles too so if you see spider ham he kind of has like a looney tune style to him and then you look at spider noir everything he has is black and white because he's kind of like uh batman uh what is it called batman noir but for marvel you know he's kind of in the 30s fighting nazis and stuff and he that's his storyline he's just super black and white and that's how he's drawn in the movie and then we have spider gwen which she's just kind of an alternate reality so she has a similar art style and then we have penny parker which she's in the future and that's the she's like an anime style character and then they have all these characters that are different styles but they still fit together in weird ways and it just works and man i'm just rambling but honestly i was blown away by this movie um i want to go see it right now if it was playing right now i would drop everything go watch it right now it's it's a great movie uh i talked to i talk way too fast there (laughs) uh but into the spider-verse is my favorite comic book hero comic book hero comic book movie and i recommend anybody that's a spider fan or if you just like comics even if you don't like comics this might actually get you more interested in in the comics if you like just animated movies or you just like fun movies i think this movie is for anybody and everybody so i recommend anybody who has even a passing interest in seeing it to go watch it because i loved it and i think you will too well i know that was a weird episode of frantic thoughts uh but there is another one coming later in the week and hopefully next week we're gonna i'm making a kind of a doubling up this week since i missed an episode kind of like make up for lost time ish i guess <laughs> and hopefully i'll have a special guest on that one and we'll talk about some of our favorite movies from the year hopefully that's the theory and if it works out that sounds good and that's it for this week thank you for listening to the show hopefully you guys are having a great holiday and uh i'll catch you next time
Let's go. 